Hello and welcome to I'm May. And I'm Lydia. And this week we're talking about dating. Yeah. Do you have any comments you want to make about dating or anything before we jump into our quality content? Um, Or say something about this being our second episode? Yeah, this is our second episode. We're super confident and totally ready for this. This is a topic we have, like, zero experience on, so it's the perfect one. (laughs) No, that's a good point. We should preface this by saying um, that neither of us has, like, any dating experience. (laughs) But I have read a lot of dating psychology, and I do read a lot of YA romance novels. So maybe that'll help. (laughs) Um. But yeah, this is our second episode. The last episode was fun. It was kind of a mess. Um, And I think this will be a lot better. Yeah, I would hope that. Okay, great. So, um, before we get into the questions from Quora, we're going to answer some questions from our loyal listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, our mothers... And then one from our friend, because we are um, popular. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom asks, how are people dating during the pandemic? And wants us to talk about dating now. I mean, I feel like that would be a lot easier to answer if we were dating people currently. I feel like a lot of people I've seen... It looks like people are still, like, socially distant being with their um, significant other or whatever. Or is that the right word for dating, significant other? Or is that for married people? Um, I, I think if you're just casually dating someone, significant other might be a little too intense. Okay, well, what should I say then? <clears throat> that person you know? they're dating? Oh, okay, fine. Um, and I'm sure they're calling whoever they're dating a lot. I don't know, social media stuff. Yeah. Definitely would be a lot easier now if if you can't physically see someone to stay connected with them in other ways than it would have been, like, years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I I was thinking, of course, there are ways that you could talk to someone that you were interested in, like that, like, talking, video calling, or... um, hanging out outside distantly pretty easy but I was worried about the things that you are missing with that are being able to like flirt physically you know what I mean and wouldn't it be kind of weird if you were into someone like that and you couldn't touch them at all like the casual like hand on the arm when you're laughing and that kind of thing okay well i mean if these people who are dating are like stupid teenagers they're probably touching each other anyway um but if they are being careful i mean they just have to deal with it i guess and miss it yeah i mean i'm sure there are a lot of people who aren't being distant as we know like that's you know not news but for the people who are Like, how can you date distantly? I would be worried about the, you know, touching aspect. I Mm -hmm. guess we could 
uh, get some insight from people who have started long distance relationships without ever meeting the person. I know a lot of people meet people online these days that live somewhere else. And um, I think that's interesting. I, I always just picture that it would be kind of awkward to see them in person for the first time and like touch them. I feel like that would just be so weird. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to our next question. This yeah. one is from Lydia's mother. Yeah. Um, what should you do if you want kids but your partner doesn't? Yeah. I have no idea what to do about that. Neither do I. Like, I think the people she was basing this off of, I think were, like, married maybe and ended up getting a divorce. I'm not really sure. But I'm sure that is a lot of what people do, is just, like, if they really oppose that, they just break up. Or if they're kids. I mean, mean, if you wanted kids and you your partner didn't and that was something that you like needed to fulfill your life then that would mean that that relationship wasn't going to be fully fulfilling for you so wouldn't that be a deal breaker Mm-hmm. <coughs> I feel like that I mean that could be so sad though like if you really love that person in like every other way yeah it would be heartbreaking I'm sure um what do you think someone should do? I mean... Although... Depending okay. on which end you're on. Like, if you're the one saying you don't want kids, I mean, maybe give it some thought and make sure you don't want kids with yourself. Mm-hmm. Or if you yeah. do want kids, like, make sure you do want kids. Right. You'd have to figure out, like, is this person that I am in a relationship with more important than having kids. And I'm sure for a lot of people that would be the case. Yeah. And then also, you'd have to figure out what, like, why do you want kids or why don't you want kids? So you could figure out maybe ways to sort of compromise, like, if what you're looking for from having kids is you just really love kids and want to be around kids, maybe you could find a way to be around kids without having to raise them and for some people maybe that would fulfill that need enough for their relationship to work Mm -hmm. interesting I hope I'm never in that situation because it sounds very difficult yeah okay um next listener question this is from our friend Raina I'm I feel comfortable saying her name because this is not about, like, personal advice or anything. And I'm sure she would be fine with it. But if you leave us a question, we can read them anonymously. Um, in your opinions, what would be some really bad places to go on a date? Um, probably if it's... I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, generally bad places to go on a date, but, like, if someone doesn't, like, I don't know, doesn't like the woods or something, like, don't bring them to the woods. Yeah. And, like, hopefully you know the person you're going on a date with. 
or dating for a while. Hopefully you know them well enough places mm-hmm. you don't like. Right. Um, well, I'm assuming what I get from this question is that she's asking about like the first few dates. So you wouldn't probably really know that person very well. Okay. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Mm. Because if you are in a serious relationship that like you'd kind of know where you and your partner like to go and don't. Um, I think for early dates, definitely movies, bad date. Oh, movies, movies are bad. Yeah, I think for the first few dates. Wait, the but I only- thought I thought movies were good because it makes you like scared and like, or maybe that was roller coasters. Roller coasters are good. <laughs> Well, no, the thing about, um, that you're referring to is that you should, if you want someone to like you, you want to have, like, chemistry with someone, you should do things that will pump some adrenaline into your bones, like watching a horror movie or going on a roller coaster or something like that, because when you're experiencing that kind of fear and adrenaline, your body can estate, your body can mistake it for attraction to the person you're with. Okay. So if you want to be, you know, manipulative in a not creepy way, <laughs> you should do like roller coasters and stuff with someone you like. But, um, I, yeah, I think movies are a bad early date because that time is really important to be getting to know someone. And if you were just watching a movie, you're not going to get to know them. Ah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The only way that I think a movie would be acceptable is if you, like, met up somewhere beforehand. So you weren't just, like, going straight into the theater the moment you saw each other. Mm -hmm. And then after you went and did something... And that would be nice because then you would have an easy icebreaker to talk about the movie. Uh, But then your date's going to end up being like four hours long or something, which just seems really long for a first date to me. Yeah. Like, do you really want to spend two hours of the time you get with that person not talking to them? Mm Mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship, going to the movies is fine. Like, I like going to the movies with my friends and stuff, but... Bad first date. Okay. Interesting. Got any other ideas for bad dates? Well, I feel like you told me this about, <clears throat> like, ice cream. It, like, okay. brings down your body temperature or something. <laughs> well, um, I don't think that ice cream is a bad date. But Good. Okay, because I love that, ice cream. Uh, me too. I, I think... Ice cream would be a cute date, and I will take any excuse I can get to eat some. But um, the thing about that is that if you're on a date, you're supposed to eat or drink hot things instead of cold things. Because um, the if the person that you are on the date with is like drinking something hot as opposed to drinking something cold, they will perceive your personality as being warmer. Oh my god. (laughs) And I'm not really sure how big 
an impact that would have? I would assume not very big. Like, mm-hmm. like if it was I, big enough to sway them away from you, they probably right. weren't a great choice. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. If you really don't like someone enough that eating ice cream is going to, like, be a deal breaker, then that is just bad. I would assume if you like someone that you can overcome the ice cream. <laughs> um, I also think, um, well, I was going to say something like doing having a date with other people would be kind of weird, but maybe not. I know double dates are a thing. Yeah. I don't know, it probably depends on the people with that, because I think some people it would be good, but then if it's just, like, weird or something, I don't know. You'd probably have to yeah. know your friends and stuff, and that's probably, I feel like depends. A double date would be good if it was, like, you had a friend whose, like, cousin was in town or something, and mm-hmm. then she was like, I think you and my cousin would hit it off, so then you go on, like, a double date with them, but I feel like that's not really a date like you'd still want if you liked that cousin you'd still want to go on an actual one-on-one date with them yeah I think probably for the first date don't do a double date maybe further probably further along double dates would be better yeah it's my thinking okay um on to our last listener question this is another one from my mom which (laughs) Isn't really that much of a question, honestly, but are there people who actually think dating is fun? To me, it sounds about as fun as poking myself in the eye with a sharp stick. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, I have never dated anyone, so I cannot speak personally about whether dating is fun or not. But we can theorize about why people might like or not like dating. Yeah, I mean, they do it, so yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, humans torture themselves, but, like, I, I, I assume, I, I mean, I think they enjoy it. Right. I mean, I would say, you know, if you're an introvert, casual dating would be harder. And by the way, I what my mom means in this question is, like, casual dating. She's not opposed to, like, being in relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but things like dating apps and stuff like that. Um, um, if you were someone who really enjoyed getting to meet people, I think and that would be one reason that one would enjoy dating. Yeah. Also, I would imagine that for some people, like, flirting and getting people to like you is like a game mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. some people probably do it for the free food we'll talk about that more later oh um i don't know I th- it, yeah, I mean, it probably depends a lot on your personality whether you like it or not and it sounds like yeah i mean casual dating does not sound like poking myself in the eye with a sharp stick to me. Mm. It also probably de- I don't know. I, it may might depend on age. I don't really know because I'm not that old. But like, you know, when you're young and you want to be you know, kind of exploring and having fun, it might be more fun to do a bunch of like casual dating than when you're older and right. you want like something stabler. Right. If you're in the age of like 
exploration and experimentation and learning stuff stuff about yourself I would think that casual dating might be a good way to help with that mm-hmm. okay so that's all of our listener questions if you would like to leave us a question or comment or anything listener you can uh, DM us on Instagram at questionable pod and we'll probably be asking for questions about our topic as we're recording um but if you have any like wacky stories or things you want advice on or anything I would love to get them at questionable pod on Instagram and if you want to be anonymous please say you would like to be anonymous in your message Mm-hmm. Okay. Got anything else you want to cover before we get into our Quora questions? I don't think so. I'm just excited to learn all of our followers' like dark secrets now. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first thing from Quora, this is actually four different questions about the same topic, but it's oh. kind of a big one. Should I... First question, should I go on a second date with a man who let me pay for my meal on the first date? Who okay. should pay for a first date? I don't really understand why men should always pay for a first date. Who started this trend? Where did it come from? And what does it imply about our society? Oh. How can I get my date to pay for her own food without being rude? How do I let my date know I won't be paying for both of us without sounding rude? Hmm. Okay, well, so my thinking is, on some of these things, was like, whoever asks the person out should pay for the food. So if the girl asks someone out, they should pay for the food, and like, right. vice versa. Um, yeah, I think that makes sense to me. And then, if you don't, like, if you have a budget or something, and just like, even if you do ask them out, can't pay for both, then I would just say, like, explain that to them, probably, that you, like can't really pay for both or something mm -hmm. um yeah and explain that you're not just trying to be like cheap yeah well my thinking is that when going into the date if you are the one that asked the other person out you need to be prepared to pay for both of you yeah. and if you got asked out you need to be prepared to pay for yourself doesn't mean it's going to end up happening but you should, like, have the money to do that. Um, so I did a little bit of research, only a very small amount, on this topic. But I, in an article from Elite Daily, I found this little tidbit from a life coach named Nina Rubin. And she suggests that on early dates, the person who initiated should pay, which is what we were saying, yeah, But this is the part that I thought was interesting. The person who was treated should cover the tip. Uh, yeah, I've heard that before, I think. Which makes so much sense to me. And I would like go further and say that if, like, let's say, you know, Lydia, I asked you out, right? Aw. I should, uh, not happening. Ow. <laughs> I should <laughs> be prepared to pay for 
both of you. I mean, both of us. Uh So let's say, you know, I'm like, we get coffee and I'm like, okay, I will pay. And then later, and you're like, okay, and you let me pay. So I've paid for both of our coffees. Um, You could leave a dollar in the tip jar, whatever, because that's nice. But then later, if we go and do a second activity, you could maybe offer to pay for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Or, like, something... When you're on this date, do... If you're the one who is not paying primarily you should do something to, like, contribute a little bit. Yeah. Like, do any Don't of let the, the other person stuff. pay for everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that also shows, you know, if the date is going well, that you are enjoying the date if you want to contribute some money to it. Mm-hmm. Because if, like, if I asked Lydia out, um, that would be me making it pretty clear that I was interested in dating her. Um, so then, Lydia, if you wanted to show that you were interested in me back, like, money would be one way to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you're willing to invest in the person. Yeah. Your money. Yeah, but also, if you are the one who was asked out, I don't think you should feel any obligation to pay for more than what is needed to cover you. Mm-hmm. Especially if the date's going badly. Yeah. Also, I would like to make the point that I think if someone offers to pay, like... The person, let's say the person who asked someone out, you know, the person who initiated this date said, I want to pay. I think if someone very clearly says, I want to pay, you shouldn't resist that too much. Like, I feel like it would be weird if you were like, you want to pay, but like, no, I really want to pay for my stuff. Like, don't Mm -hmm. get into an argument about that. If you feel uncomfortable with the person spending that much money on you, do something like leave a generous tip or something to contribute back. But don't, like, if someone wants to do something nice for you, you should accept it, I think. Because in the end, it would be kind of rude not to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solid. Okay. Um... Next question. Should I tell my date if I'm an atheist or agnostic before our relationship gets too deep? I mean... I mean, if you know that they're... I I think a lot of people wouldn't care. But if you know there's some type of, like, very intense religious or something like they if you feel like they would actually care maybe you should tell them mm-hmm. well, like, it doesn't come up in conversation like I don't think it matters a ton right 
I mean, I think that that is the kind of thing that you should talk about before your relationship gets too deep. Mm-hmm. Especially if you think there's a chance that it's going to have an effect on your relationship. Like, yeah. don't get too committed if you feel like you are, like, hiding something or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you know the person you're dating is really religious and would care about your beliefs. I mean, first of all, if they were really religious, I would think they would ask if that were important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, But you shouldn't, like, be sort of hiding something before your relationship gets too deep. Yeah. Um. I think a good way to approach this kind of thing would be on, like, a second or third date, start sort of, you know, casually mentioning stuff that would allude to your religious beliefs or lack of them. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, obviously if you are into going to church, you should, like, mention going to church. Yeah. Kind of suss that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It probably depends on the person for this one. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's a good excuse to uninvite my date to a wedding? Okay. I want to know why, but like, me on, let me think of a good excuse, though. Yeah. So you've invited someone to go to a wedding with you, and then you decide you don't want them to be your date. But, like, I feel like the truth would probably be the best, whatever that is. But what if the truth is that, like, you don't like them or something? Well, then you should tell them that you don't like them, right? I feel like that's definitely the... Wait, you're just gonna not invite them to the wedding with an excuse, and then go back to dating them afterwards? Oh, well... I, I'm not sure that it's, like, they're dating, you know? It's just a date to a wedding. I think you could um, invite someone to a wedding as your date, like, who's just a friend. Okay. Um, we don't know this person's circumstances. I don't know. Maybe, like, they don't have enough chairs or something? <laughs> that sounds so fake. Well, though, like, um, what, what is a real, like, weddings have tons of people. Like, it's hard to find a good excuse to really keep someone from coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe, like, the groom or the bride had an argument with their great-grandmother and they hate their family and it would be too distressing mm-hmm. to have them come. Yeah, yeah. You could say you're not going. You'd say, like, something came up, and I can't go to this wedding, so I guess you're not my date. Yeah, but, like, if this is something, it sounds like this person is trying to preserve this friendship or whatever these people were before. Mm -hmm. So, then there's the possibility of them finding out and it being even worse. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, tough. I guess you shouldn't. Invite someone to be your date if you're going to go back on it. Yeah. That would be a good starting thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> next question is two questions. 
is it bad to date a guy who is shorter than me? And is it weird to date a girl taller than me? You know, my dad actually wanted me to put that in here. And I was like, (laughs) okay, well, I think both of those are stupid. And like, if you're asking if it's bad, it means it probably isn't bad to you. So like, it, it, I would think if someone were asking that they would feel uncomfortable. Like you, because, well, first of all, obviously it's not bad or weird to date someone who is taller or shorter than you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Um, it shouldn't matter. But um, I think that the fact that these people are asking means that there is something that is making them uncomfortable about it. Either someone has said something that would imply that it's bad or weird, or, like, they feel kind of weird about it. But, okay, well, what, I mean, if they're asking this because someone asked them out who is, like, shorter than them or something like that, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't say no because they're shorter. If you're just asking as, like, a general, I don't know, like, I mean, if it's someone that you're dating and then you've like noticed that they're shorter than you and that bothers you I mean I don't know I don't know like everyone is entitled to you know be attracted to their to who they're everyone's entitled to be attracted to whoever they're attracted to if you are a woman who is only attracted to men who are taller than you that's okay because you can't really help it but you shouldn't, like, ask people dis- on Cora's opinion. You should decide it for yourself whether you think it's attractive or not. Yes. <laughs> and you shouldn't let, if it doesn't, like, if you happen to be a woman who likes men who are shorter than you, you shouldn't let other people's perceptions, like, stop you from dating people who are shorter than you. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't matter. It, it should only matter between the two people who are actually dating each other. Yeah. So, I did a little bit of research because I wanted to see what the deal was with you know, people and dating people taller and shorter than them. Mm-hmm. So there was this study done at some point in some place I didn't really fact check or anything, um, where they took 650 first year heterosexual psychology students and asked them questions about their height preferences. And it found that women tended to be most satisfied with the height of their partner if they were around eight inches taller than them. Huh. Which is a lot. Yeah. Um, but that men were most satisfied with women who were three inches shorter than them. And they did not care about height as much as the women did. Huh. I mean... There's also... Like, I mean, this has probably been inflamed or whatever by culture but I can see that there could be like reasons that you know bigger and taller men for women would be able Mm -hmm. to take better care of them 
So it could be partially ingrained just in, like, genetics. That's what... Right. I think that that is probably pretty true, that everything... Not everything, but a lot of things in our, like, modern psychology are rooted in biological things from, like, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, the thing about how the sort of standard now is for men to pay on the first date is probably because, you know, back in the 1800s, men are the only ones who had money. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like... So but even like though it any doesn't necessarily bet- make sense now, mm-hmm. it came from somewhere. So I think that the idea that women like men to be taller than them may now be mostly from like the societal beauty standards, but that had to come from somewhere. Yeah. I wonder. This is just me making stuff up, but women tend to want to feel and look small, and men want to feel and look big. Yeah. And if you were a woman who was, like, insecure about your height or your body in general... If you were dating a man who was shorter than you, maybe it would, like, make you feel big. And then that would bring up a lot of insecurities. Oh, that's interesting. Or vice versa. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Would you date someone shorter than you if they existed? Ouch. I mean, (laughs) yeah, probably. I don't think I would care. If I wanted to date them for other reasons, I wouldn't just be like, oh my god, someone's shorter than me. Right. I wouldn't be opposed to it, though. Good. I think, yeah, it's kind of stupid to be like, I'm opposed to dating anyone shorter than me. Because mm-hmm. that just makes you sound insecure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it weird to date a ninth cousin twice removed? A ninth cousin twice removed? Yes, ninth cousin twice removed. Do they share any of the same genetics? <laughs> well, yes, if they're ninth cousins. I mean, they're going to have a common ancestor. I can't think to do the math to figure okay. out how far back that is. I think they are allowed to date, though, right? right? Yeah. It's actually in about 50% of U.S. states, it's legal to marry your first cousin. And I heard, okay, so, I I heard this somewhere, like, that you're more attracted to people who are, like, your kind of distant cousins. Like, Okay, no, I think I told you that, because I did a thing about it. I'm pulling out my binder right now. I just learned all of my information from May. Yeah. Don't get anything anywhere else. What I wrote down about that. Um, that didn't come up when I was researching dating cousins, but mm-hmm. I remember learning about that, so I'm going to try to find that. Okay. Um, and I don't, I think as long as you don't think it's weird, I don't think it's weird at just like a mental standpoint or whatever that would be besides genetics. Mm-hmm. Also, 
I don't know, if you're not planning on marrying them and having kids, like, even being genetically related doesn't really matter as much. Right. Okay, here we go. So, people are attracted to people who look like them. Um, mm-hmm. Based on some studies, people were more attracted to people like strangers who were morphed with a picture of themselves yes. and stuff. I won't get too into that. Uh-huh. But okay, here we go. Um, marriages between third or fourth cousins produced more offspring than unrelated individuals. Researchers suggest marrying third or fourth cousins may be optimal for reproduction because this degree of genetic similarity may produce the best gene pool. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. So, um, ninth cousins twice removed, genetics are not an issue at all. You're not going to have any problems with that. Um, and it's far enough back. I mean, I cannot name any of my fourth cousins, let alone my ninth cousins. You know, the one reason I think it could be a problem is this would be a really weird family. But if you're for some reason, like, you know, with family family reunions with them or something, mm-hmm. and then if you break up, you'd still have to, like, see <laughs> them multiple yeah. times a year or whatever. That's yeah. weird, but I don't... I don't know how this person knows that I don't like I don't know how this is working but no yeah that's something I was curious about is like this the question is just is it weird to date a ninth cousin twice removed I think there's a chance that this is a 12 year old just like being curious about the Uh world but it um could also be someone asking because they want to date someone who's their ninth cousin twice removed and if that is the case I want to know how they know that mm. like they're just really into genealogy or something I mean because my like so I think it's more com- like I don't have it know anyone like this in the sit like here where we live but like my dad who lived down in Wellsville like everyone seems to be related down there and like he might know I think he probably does know people who are his ninth cousin twice removed because they never move away they're all just like living in mm-hmm. the same town and, like, living in their parents' houses. So if it was somewhere more like that, you you might know for certain. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, basically, it's not weird, really, but also people might think it's weird. Don't go around just, like, telling everyone that mm-hmm. you're dating your ninth cousin, because they might get yeah. the wrong idea. <laughs> I've spent the better part of the last year with a person that isn't as attractive as the people I normally date. Should I end the relationship to save her emotions and time, or should I continue it? Wait, wait, wait. Wait. The person who's going to end the relationship? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, no. Someone (laughs) is dating. They've been dating someone who's not as attractive as people they usually date for a year. They're a year into this relationship and they're saying, should I end the relationship to save her emotions slash time or should I continue it? Because apparently they're really hung up on this person that they've been dating for a year, not being as attractive as the people that they've dated in the past. (laughs) Okay. This is so messed up. 
I mean, if you're the the reason, I mean, it sounds like you don't like this person. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like whatever the reason you hopefully started sides looks because apparently they're not according to you, whoever this is. Yeah. But if the only reason, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I'm going to like to save their emotions. I don't know what to yeah. say. If you've been dating someone for a year, you should probably think that they're like the most beautiful person in the world. Yeah. Not be comparing their physical attractiveness to your exes. Yeah. So oh, you should yeah. end the relationship to save her emotions and time because you are garbage and you're yeah. wasting hers. <laughs> okay. Um, if I don't want to go on a second date with a guy, should I pay him back for my half of the date? I told him that I didn't want to go out again, and now he's unfriending me on Facebook and keeps sending me Venmo requests for half the cost of the meal. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't think, I don't, I think it's like whatever, wait, I think it's whatever they want to do. I mean, like, the person asked you out, so like, they decided they want to pay for the food or whatever, right. and take that risk that you might say no. So they shouldn't be expecting you to pay them back if you don't like it. So, yeah. like, definitely not required to you. If you feel guilty and want to, it's probably fine. But, like... <laughs> yeah, I... You shouldn't feel guilty. You don't owe him anything. You don't want to go on a second date with him because he, well, he doesn't seem like a great guy if he wants yeah. his money back. If he unfriended you on Facebook and is sending you Venmo requests just because he was that insulted that you didn't want to go on a second date with him, mm-hmm. like, good for you for not going on the second date. And you don't owe him anything. And you should block him on Facebook and yeah. on Venmo, too. Yeah. Okay. Um we are 40 minutes in. Okay. So we should probably wrap this up pretty soon, but let's do one more question. Okay. A man is trying to pay me to date his daughter. Is this appropriate? No. <laughs> that is not okay for the daughter. Yeah. I mean, that is, no, don't, don't do that. It's like, yeah, dad's messed up too. Yeah, my first question is, why is this dad so caught up in his daughter not dating anyone that he wants to pay someone to do it? Mm -hmm. Because that sounds inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, no, you shouldn't pay people to do stuff like that. No. Also, I feel like this is, like, I've heard about people paying, like, parents paying kids to be their kid's friend. I feel like I might have watched a movie where that happened or something. Yeah. But let's say you take the money 
and you start dating this girl and you like fall in love with her and you like have a relationship and then she finds out that you only like started dating her because you were getting paid she's gonna hate that yeah and hate her father oh yeah which she should already do because he's being strange and inappropriate Mm -hmm. but um yeah uh okay well I'm, i'm really glad that my parents I was going to say, I'm really glad my parents aren't trying to pay anyone to date me, but how do I know they're not? Maybe. (laughs) Okay, well, that's all the questions I have for today. Um, This was much more successful than last time. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, good, cool. Um... Thank you for listening, listener. Please rate and review our podcast. You can mm-hmm. tell a friend if you want. Um, and follow us on Instagram at questionablepod. And DM us your questions. Um, or if you honestly, like, we have no followers right now so if you want to just ask for a shout out i could give you a shout out i don't know what that would achieve <laughs> but if you want to shout out let me know and i'll give you a shout out for being a fan oh fancy we can do that at the end like and shout out to whoever for listening mm-hmm. okay lydia got anything else to add before we stop recording um maybe like don't take any of this to heart and i hope we didn't ruin any of you guys's like dates or something or destroy yeah. anyone's relationships <laughs> <laughs> also i have um one more thing we this is like very much you know we don't know what we're doing and if you have also ideas for topics or ideas for segments. If you have any kind of ideas or feedback for us, I would be happy to hear it. And if you know us personally, which 100% of the people who have listened to it so far, I'm pretty sure do, (laughs) um, and you want to be a guest, we're going to start doing guests soon. So if you want to be a guest, let me know if you have a specific topic you want to be a guest for. Just let me know. I, I welcome all the ideas, suggestions, feedback. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening and see you in two weeks. Okay. Bye. Bye should we have an outro? Fun outro? A like, an should out- we have a fun outro? Um... I don't. I don't know what it would be. Like, um, don't drive like my brother. You don't have a brother. Oh. <laughs> um. Like something with the word questionable in it. Um. <clears throat> How about we think of this for next week? Okay, next like week. Next time we'll have 
a fun outro. If you have any ideas for a fun outro, DM me. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.